calling all high performers, goal getters, and anyone aiming to be the most empowered versions of themselves. Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton. I'm so glad you're here. This is a place for you to learn, to be encouraged, and to grow through whatever life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we cover the hard truths, share tips, tricks, and tools on all things habits, wellness, consistency, and of course, mindset. Are you excited yet? Me too. Let's jump in. What is up, my friend? Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I am your host, Nikki Morton. So excited to share this today because I went to a Tough Love Masterclass this last week with Alexis, who is an incredible tough love coach. If you don't follow her, I'm going to share her at um, in the show notes, Alexis McCloskey. Um, she is just incredible. I love her vibe. We are very similar in the way that we coach and she's just incredible. One of my mentors and I'm just so grateful uh, to be having that experience with her. And I just wanted to share something that was really, really valuable that I learned during our masterclass because the masterclass was about perfectionism and procrastination. And if you listen to last week's episode about procrastination, I shared a lot about how I get myself out of procrastination and I learned a lot in our masterclass as well. But today's episode is actually going to be about perfectionism, the perfectionism mindset and the four-step process that I kind of learned from her on how to work through these limiting beliefs, how to work through this perfectionism mindset so that it no longer gets in the way of getting to where you want to be. I just think it's such good value and I just can't pass up sharing it. She is incredible. Please go give her a follow. Um, And yeah, so the first thing to do is to become aware, right? Build awareness. Perfectionism is the all or nothing mindset of if I don't do it right, right away, it's a failure. Um, You're too much. There's, you know, you have to handle everything on your own. No one can help you. You should have it all figured out. Um, You're the only person that's struggling with something, things like that. You can tell that it's very much me against anyone else. So, perfectionism is this mask that we kind of hide behind to not really put our true selves out there, not really show up for ourselves. And it's kind of a way for our comfort zone to hide itself in, in our fears and say, we don't want to do it because we're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of what people are going to say. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of all of these different things. There's a lot of underlying beliefs in your mindset when it comes to perfectionism. And the only way that you can figure that out is by writing them down. So the biggest and first example that she had us do is simply just write out what are the big limiting beliefs and big stories that come up for you when it comes to going after a goal or doing an action when it comes to a goal. For example, I have a tendency to procrastinate on things and my usual reasoning is because in my head, quote unquote, I don't have enough time or energy to sit down and give it my 100% focus. So therefore, I need to wait until I can do that. (laughs) It sounds funny when I say it out loud, but it's really how my brain works. And this was something that I had to write down. So I wrote it down in in my notes and along with several, several others limiting beliefs that I have of things that are like that or perfectionism mindsets that are like that. And the limiting beliefs that I typically tend to have is that I'm not good enough, that I'm not smart enough, that 
people aren't going to want to work with me or that they're not going to like me. Those are things that tend to come up for me. And so now that I had all these limiting beliefs out on the paper, I could look at them for what they were. I could really look at them and see if they are exactly correct or not, or, you know, just kind of seeing them out of my brain and on the paper really put into perspective for me. Like, wow, like I talk a lot of shit to myself still. You know, I've been coaching now almost two years and I'm still doing it, right? These are things that we struggle with constantly. So if you are someone thinking that there is a perfect coach out there, a perfect human being that doesn't struggle with limiting beliefs, I am here to break that bubble for you that we all do. Everyone does. LeBron James, Steph Curry, uh, Patch, uh, why can't I think? Patrick Mahomes, whoever you want to say it is, we all have limiting beliefs, okay? No one is exempt from that. But the people who end up being successful are the people who say, fuck that, fuck that limiting belief. I'm not going to believe it. I'm going after what it is anyways. But when you're having a lot of limiting beliefs that are actually subconsciously blocking you from getting what you want and you're using perfectionism as that mask, you're, you will continue to self-sabotage until you heal those self-limiting beliefs, until you work through those self-limiting beliefs. So... This four-step process that she taught us was to take each individual self-limiting belief on a piece of paper and answer four questions. The first thing is to write out what it is. So you write, I, I feel dumb, just waiting to be a failure, whatever it is, right? So the first question is, where does this thought come from? Because a lot of times what you don't realize, and this is, this is kind of something that was a huge eye-opener for me is, Our voices in our heads, especially the kind of harsher mindsets, come from our experiences as children, come from the things that happened to us as children. Now, this doesn't matter if you had amazing parents or not. No one is perfect. We have all had something that has happened from our parents that has caused us to think a certain way about ourselves. It's just, it is what it is. So where does this thought come from? Where does this originally originate? What is the earliest that you can remember this thing happening or this, this kind of experience happening where this became a belief that you had about yourself. For me, if, I, if we're going off of the like, I'm dumb reference, the, the reason that I, had, I tend to sometimes go into this self-limiting belief is that there was a little bit of impatience in my family growing up when things weren't as easily understood or understood as quickly as maybe someone would have wanted them to be. And so for me, I get really, I get really scared and really like anxious if I don't understand something quickly because I feel like I'm dumb because that people are getting impatient with me when that's not actually the case. I'm actually very smart. (laughs) I've been told multiple times I had good grades. I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I'm a smart girl. That is a bullshit belief. Okay. But that came from me being a child and growing up in a, as a child in a situation that I had to figure out. And that was something that came from that. It wasn't intended. I don't think that anyone intended to be harmful towards me, but that's what is, but it is what it is. It, it just is. And guilting myself and be like, Oh my God, where'd it come from? Oh my gosh, you can't believe it came from that. Like we're trying to heal. We're not trying to like muddy the waters here by getting back into that mindset and then living in there and unpacking, right? We want to heal. So the second question is, is it 100% true? I already told you. It's not. It's bullshit. I have good grades. I'm a smart gal. I have a good job. Here we are. That's not true, right? 
So it's not a true. And I just want you to know that if you take out your journal and you do this, the answer to this question is always no. Because it is never true. It is never 100% true. Never. That answer is always no. So the third question is, who would I be without this thought? If I didn't have this thought of, I'm dumb, what would I do? Well, I'd probably take a little bit more action and be willing to share my knowledge or share my value. I would probably be someone who was a lot more bold in how they share things. I would probably be in more of a leadership position, um, et cetera, et cetera, right? There could be a lot of things, whatever it is for you. And then the fourth thing, the fourth and final step to this process is to simply reframe it into a positive affirmation or the opposite of that. So instead of saying I'm dumb or I'm waiting to fail, the positive reframe of this and and an affirmation that I could then take into my rest of my day or the week or however long is that I'm smart and I am extremely capable of making trustworthy choices for myself. That sounds a lot more empowering, right? If you are someone who struggles like me with your self-limiting beliefs and you find it to be a little bit uncomfortable, take this four-step process or the five steps with including what writing out yourself learning it's the five step process do it sit with it get uncomfortable get vulnerable start healing if you're listening to this it means you're already into self development it means you're already on the right path it means you want to grow it means you want to heal it means you want to be a better version of yourself which is amazing And the trauma, the generational trauma, the generational habits that have been passed down that aren't healthy can stop with you if you do the work. So go into the rest of your week. Take these five steps. Go do some healing. Go make your life absolutely incredible. And I will see you next time. And I cannot wait to see, hear, and experience all of the magnitude of awesomeness that you are going to bring. I'll talk to you next time.